hello everyone welcome to another episode of bees knees if you're listening to this i am so happy to hear from you or rather to hear you again even though you can't really hear ourselves but i believe you're hearing me properly and um yeah it's been a long time i don't know if this will be the first episode of the new season but this is the first one i am recording and i'm seated in a very lovely place i don't know if you can hear in the background um some ocean sounds and today in this very special place i'm also joined with a very special someone and her name is renee Renee. As the French would call it. Rennie, as English people would call it. Morenike, as Yoruba people would call it. Okay, so I think we can just go with the easiest one for today, which is Rennie. Um, so yeah, Rennie Aww. is going to have to introduce herself a little bit. I would like to introduce her, but she's obviously the best person to introduce herself, including what she does as a profession. Right, good morning, beautiful people. My name is Rennie. I'm one of Bernice's oldest friends, I'd like to think. Um, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you ancient. <laughs> not that ancient. Um, yeah, I studied psychology at university, both as for my undergraduate degree and for my postgraduate degree. And I am mm-hmm. currently Even working. Even academic smart. Okay. Ah, please relax. <laughs> okay. I'm currently working as a nursing assistant at a at an acute psychiatric mental health ward in a hospital for the NHS. Yeah. And I'm just throwing a little bit of yes, I work for the government. Yeah, for the government yeah. that doesn't really support us, so that's fantastic. Yeah. No shade to Boris Johnson, but I hope you felt a cold breeze there. Okay. <laughs> Um, so yeah, seeing that you've heard her introduce herself, um, I thought she would be the perfect person. Actually, she chose this because at first I had another topic, but being the smart person she is, she chose another topic that fits in quite well with her and her experience. And the topic today is mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure you're going to see it as the title of the podcast before you actually listen to the podcast. So um yeah today we'll be talking about mental health and the professional we're going first and i just want to start with what is your take on mental health like when someone says those words mental health what is the first thing that pops into your mind wahala (laughs) literally okay someone's someone's um, state of mind obviously how you're feeling one thing that i've know now is that mental health is just never it's never consistent it is and there is no such thing as a what's the word i'm looking for no one has essentially everyone has something wrong with them be it in a one form or the other it doesn't have to be severe it doesn't have to be drastic for you to be able to say ah this person has a mental health problem or there's something wrong with this person's mental health um but i would like to just say like for our non-nigerian people wahala is basically problem like that's a direct or a good translation of that word wahala it's problem yeah 
Okay, continue. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Cater to the international fans as well to explain our terms. Yes, we accept all races, all ages, all nationalities. Come on. We are diverse here. Come on. Um, inclusive. What, what pops into your head when you think mental health? For me, I think it is a, for now, I would say, before, I didn't really know a lot about it. Mental health, whenever I'd hear that, I would always think that the person is crazy. You know, it always linked to, ah, this person I've been, is, is mad or something like that. Mm. But nowadays, due to the improving awareness of mental health, yeah. at one point, it became like, okay, mental health is important and it's it's an undervalued or underlooked area aspect of our health yeah um but now it's for me due to the oversaturation of it i just think it's it can i don't know for me personally i think now it's kind of overused mm. everyone is like oh mental health mental health but then it might not even only the issues might not even be mental health it could just be that number one the person is just rude yeah um, the number two that the person's emotional health is is not the best thing yeah right now yeah yeah I think in one of the podcasts like I've done a podcast on emotional health yeah and emotional health is different from mental health yeah and yeah so now for me it's just overused mm-hmm. that word is overused yeah. it's still very very important mm-hmm. but now it's becoming a little bit overused and used as an excuse mm-hmm. um for just basic politeness basic sense yeah common sense man yeah i get so, what you're saying mm-hmm. because before times now like a lot of people because of what we're going through a lot of people are going through anxiety depression which yeah. is a you know a part of mental health in itself but back then when you thought mental health you thought people who had things like schizophrenia mm. or psychosis you know very far end of the spectrum mm. mental health very mm. kind of very, severe very mental health and that's why hello everyone we had to take a short break due to some external factors and now we are back external what external factors oh factors i thought you said external practices i was like no. practices external no practices. external factors yeah that were out of our control that were out of our control we apologize and we're back um so we were talking i think Marini was talking about how um back then mental health was associated with the extremes of the spectrum right yeah um so yeah would you like, care to expantiate on that oh, come on expantiate on that yeah. yeah um so like i said people most likely like associated mental health with mm-hmm. extreme forms like schizophrenia mm-hmm. psychosis and the likes of that mm-hmm. maybe because it was being promoted by the media that's what you see on tv mm-hmm. or people just didn't really know what mental health was they just thought that you had a mental illness or you had a mental health issue but now comes with the age of social media people are more informed people are more educated and then you see that mental health encompasses all sorts of things it has to do with anxiety disorders mood disorders things like depression and things like that eating disorders substance abuse and also the other things like schizophrenia and psychosis and things like that 
And a lot of people these days, I think the most common diagnosis in terms of mental health is anxiety and depression. Yes, so let's say so. Do you have an idea as to why a lot of people are anxious and depressed in this day and age? Um, COVID. Yeah, one of the major factors this past few years actually has been COVID. Mm. And it's lockdown, the, it's the accompanying lockdown and the basically I think the, the, the restriction on social interactions. Yeah. And a lot of times, I think even before the lockdown, because we were so used to social interactions, there was also a phase of where introvertedness was celebrated, where a lot of people were like, ugh, I hate people, that sort of thing. Mm. Um, it was their time to it shine. It was their time to shine then. But after a long while being disassociated from people, um, I think a lot of people now started realizing the loneliness that accompanies that. Yeah. Like, even if you're an introvert, you can just go to the middle of, like, a busy street, sit down, and just, just as absorb people's um, vibe, actually. Like, yeah. even if you don't talk to anyone, just yeah. being in a cafe, hearing sounds, you know, no restriction on mm -hmm. how to approach a person. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, everything is gone, everything is silent, everything is distant. And it, it comes with such a coldness mm -hmm. and such a loneliness that of course even if you had underlying anxiety issues or underlying depressive um episodes it kind of just becomes more focused because that it's literally just you yeah like it's you and god regardless of whether you know you're an introvert or whether or you're a hermit or whether you just like your yes. own company at the end of the day human beings we're all social creatures mm -hmm. so we can go a we can go a good amount of time without having any form of like substantial social interactions with mm. other people but you need some form of interactions or you need mm. just to be within people just like it's just kind of like a top-up it is you know at the end of it the is. day and being caught up from that people who are isolated mm -hmm. you know not like across all age spectrums would really take a toll mm -hmm. not oh only God. on your mental health but also on your physical health as well as you just said age spectrum my heart literally went out for old people yeah like they were literally going on the bare minimum of social interaction mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden everything is locked down yeah Ooh, wow please check on your grandparents yeah check on the old people in your life i feel like, like a lot of the old people are overlooked you know because uh, yes. they're old they're close to death people don't really pay attention to them yeah. and, but you we seem to forget that they've been through it Oof. <laughs> they have been through they have they have a higher probability of literally losing a the lot of loved ones that you're feeling feeling in your 20s <gasps> your 30s your 40s 50s 60s they have gone through all Ooh, of that Lord. Yeah. No. Just imagine in the pandemic, a couple, an, an elderly couple that at least had each other to at least keep themselves company. One of them dies. Oh yeah, I had, I had that. You had that. Yeah, like um, it's heartbreaking. Our next, our next door neighbor, her husband passed away. Oh Lord Jesus. I know. It's, mm. It was absolutely tragic. No, it's heartbreaking. And so now, it's it won't be surprising if that becomes an onset of mental illness or mental disorders you know mm. because of course even as young people young people are actually going through it mm -hmm. 
um especially those that are new students just imagine coming into college thinking you're gonna have that college experience and literally for the first two years of your college life it's just it's shut down you're, you're seeing people through a screen there are no parties there are no college life experiences yeah. no memories yeah. and now your final year is knocking because now most of the people that went in at the entry of covid by now they should be reaching their third year yeah. their third More fourth year. year yeah yeah so like you're basically your whole college experience is inside a room locked up in mask and it's a very very depressive thing yeah it is it is very very and also what the social skills you would have acquired through those experiences because i feel like that's also a moment yeah. where a lot of people gain confidence self-esteem self-esteem so that being taken away now also contributes to a possible yeah because even, breakage even in mental you, health there's certain things that you have to go through for you to be able to it's contributing to your personal growth it's yeah. contributing to your sense of identity and mm. things like that having those kind of interactions with an array of different people because that's what it is it's a melting pot of different people mm-hmm. especially in places like the uk or in europe because a lot of international people tend Word. to go there so it's kind of like this divergence of so many people but then you don't even have that interaction you don't even know the people who are taking the course with you of mm-hmm. course it's going to be mm-hmm. detrimental to your mental health okay so like i think we've already gone into what we what we think mental health is now it's like did we really though i think we did actually you you talked about what mental health meant to you i talked about what mental health meant to me we talked about its impact that's today's um today's view on mental health the past view of mental on mental health i think when we spoke about mental health we did say that people looked at mental health as the extreme forms like schizophrenia yeah but we didn't really personally say what mental health is yeah so what is mental health to me personally sustaining a state of positive well-being well-being is very important which yeah which is why i talked about i said earlier that mental health is one of the underlooked aspects of our health Mm. because a lot of people when they hear health they're like okay physically fit health but there's a lot that enters into that body of health there's mental there's emotional there's physical there's spiritual there's financial because when you're in a financial crisis, mm-hmm. your health can deteriorate. Oh, honestly. Your health can actually deteriorate. Enjoyment is expensive. Mm. Oh, no. Level of, of financial exactly. stability, yeah. So financial health is there. So now that we're talking about mental health and you said that it is the... What do you say again? I, f- I actually forgot. Trying to maintain a state of positive well-being. Oh, so when you say when you say it like that, when you say positive well-being, yeah. do you mean like every other thing might not contribute positive? Like basically, mental health is the foundation 
to having a positive well-being you can have like a normal or a stable well-being but in order to make it positive and optimistic you need to focus on your mental health is that what i'm getting from you it could be seen from that perspective i imagine but also engaging in things that you know will continue to keeping your mental health stable mm. i don't believe like there will be periods of times where your mental health will dip mm-hmm. and also elevate it's kind of like having a person with bipolar and you're having a manic high and then you're having a low episode Mm -hmm. those high highs and lows is normal but just having that state of equilibrium where you're just like you're able to relax where you're able to have peace of mind and things of that when you get to that stage yeah and then taking the steps to ensuring that you get to that point where you're comfortable in yourself and you're content with where you are now and who you are Mm -hmm. that all contributes to your mental health really so like um i want i have two questions to ask you yeah number one let's kind of go the problem the problem finding area which is how do you know when your mental health is compromised Mm. what are some signs that you can look out for to know that um, your mental health is kind of going downhill mental health is vast Mm. but I would go with the because I work in a mental health hospital. Mm-hmm. I'll go with the things that I commonly see. Mm-hmm. So we a lot we admit a lot of patients who have like mood disorders mm-hmm. or anxiety disorders and mm-hmm. things like that. Let's go with just so for this for the sake of having focus with this discussion. Let's mm-hmm. let's go with the most common things that people experience in this day and age: anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm you are fine you've been functioning fine everything has been okay good and then all of a sudden one day you wake up and there's something sitting on your chest or there's something sitting on your shoulders and there's this pressure you can't get out of your chest you can't get out of your head you're not doing things that you normally do or the things that you normally do and enjoy you don't find them enjoyable anymore your interactions with other people become limited you're not as focused with the things that you'd like to do you just the things are just not as interesting life is just not as vivid mm. things you're just not content and you're just restless and unsettled like a numbness you just cannot be comfortable with yourself okay i think those are signs that you need to watch out for and it could least. last it could it could it could be a day thing it could be just for the moment mm-hmm. or it could be long term so you think that would you say if someone just feels like the signs you just talked about, if it's just a day thing, do they have to worry? No, because or... like it's it's life. We're here for a short but long time in the sense that <laughs> it, it seems like such a long time, but in the span of all creation, we're here for such a long for short, short for such a short period of time. Really, there's no way you can go through your entire life feeling the same way you feel every single day. Which is like if you are, you know, have peace of mind, if you are calm, mm-hmm. if your mental health is good, yeah, mm-hmm. that's fine. But there's no way you will have that forever, Standard. every single day, throughout the span of your life. And that's okay, you know. Mm-hmm. We're here to experience things. We're here to go through it. Mm-hmm. And we are going yeah, through it. And we are it. going through it. <laughs> so, and we are actually going through it. So, so that's fine. I, I suppose 
the point where you need intervention, where you need that form of therapeutic help, where you feel like you need some form of assistance is if you genuinely fear for your life, the point where mm-hmm. you get suicidal, or at a point where you feel like it's going to lead up to that point, mm-hmm. or it's just you you just you feel like you just need to talk to somebody at the case where it doesn't need to be as someone like a counselor or a professional it could just be confiding in friends or family if you have that or it could be like a form like a therapeutic outlet it could be artistic it could be scientific it could be whatever gives you an outlet or a form to express yourself that makes you feel relieved after it's kind of like after you have like a good cry mm. and then you can't cry anymore yeah. and then you just kind of feel like relieved mm, relieved that's, that's or sort of nice. like you've gotten that yeah. off your shoulders kind of something like that yeah what okay. about you what do you think um well you you have actually encompassed everything um and seeing that you're the professional here i am not a professional oh please i am learning we are <laughs> all, all learning you learn new things exactly every day. learning things every day i think for me i think you actually said everything like once you start to see that you for me i would call it a numbness mm. when you're kind of numb to a lot of things when um you no longer feel the passion or the motivation or basically the drive to even live and mm-hmm. i think today this month is actually suicide prevention month if i'm not um mistaken i've been seeing a lot of posts about it mm. and i feel like these are the telltale signs before you get to that point of course some people do get there through um sudden loss um tragedy um trauma you can also get to that point but i feel like that is more of a dramatic not dramatic but a drastic um influence on your mental health and you can kind of always pinpoint the starting point of those sorts of things because obviously it comes like from grief loss um trauma Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but i feel like um um, there are a lot of people that are on the spectrum of that caving mental health that it starts slowly mm, it's very subtle it's very subtle mm. it could be um you do the same thing every day routine 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 and it gets to a point where like you're literally like, you're like a robot because it's the same thing for me i don't like doing the same thing all the time mm. i don't like that routine schedule work like there's nothing mm-hmm. that tangible to do yeah. yes that i would just be here same thing day in day out i don't i don't like it mm-hmm. and after a while for me like after a month or two of doing the exact same thing it's mm. it's absolutely it drives me nuts <laughs> like serious and there are other people who are absolutely content with doing well, the yes same thing over and over yes again. And they find safety in it. There are yeah. some people that find safety in consistency. And stability, yeah. And stability. But, like, once again, it's those subtle changes. Like, now, for someone that likes consistency, it would be um, the sudden... Let's say you go into a work field where everything is drama- drastic and spontaneous. Like, maybe the real estate uh, market or the stock market where you literally have to be, like on the move Mm -hmm. all the time Mm -hmm. and you as a consistent person you are forced into that mindset and that um lifestyle it is going to take a toll on you for sure and it's the same thing with someone that likes spontaneity spontaneity yeah 
and um, they're inside a life of constant nine to five work, come back, eat, sleep, mm. wake up, nine to five, eat, mm-hmm. sleep, wake mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to feel very, very down, yeah. I would say. So, yeah, there's, there's this thing called um, Holland's career ability chart or something like yeah. that, essentially saying that you should stick to careers or you should go with careers that suit your personality yeah. type because essentially you tend to thrive in those kind of environments. Mm-hmm. If you know you're a kind of person who tends to do things in a certain way you know mm-hmm. this is what your personality is all about yeah. and then you go to a pers- um, job career path or you just take a path that is completely opposite to what you're doing or it doesn't complement your personality mm-hmm. you tend to see a lack of job satisfaction mm-hmm. and as a result of that a reduction of like enjoyment of life and things mm-hmm. like that as satisfaction overall with your life and things like that i feel a lot of people a pivotal point in your life also comes when you are when you're trying to settle down Mm -hmm. career wise Mm -hmm. job wise trying to sort out what you're going to do Mm -hmm. with your life and all of those things that's where a lot of mental agony comes Comes from. from yeah it's like midlife crisis sort of thing quarter life crisis quarter life crisis like pre mid pre mid yeah, quarter life crisis. <laughs> the age of the twenties where you yes. turn up because you're some people already know what it is that they would like to do. Exactly. If you're one of those people, congratulations because you're very lucky you don't you don't have that like at least that foundation is already you know Ooh, there for you yeah. because you already know what it is that you want to do. So all you need to do is then build upon that because it's your passion, it's what you're inspired to do is the things that drives you you know but for people who have no clue what they would like to do with their lives or you know they had a dream and all of a sudden that dream was ripped away from them or they had the opportunity to like intern at their dream and they find out that oh you know it's not what i thought i wanted is actually not what i want it just leads to this whole crisis and that's why you have what is known as the quarter life crisis look it up people it's an actual thing on google yeah wow nice Nice to know nice to know really nice um so i'll say then um what was your second question because you said yeah i had two questions yeah um but let me just briefly point this out because i think we even touched on it yesterday which is work Mm. that is a job really we calculated about if you have i think 40 years on the workforce or is it 30 years that we said that you'd have 30 active years 30 to 40 active years working and that's about forty-eight thousand hours of your life and if you are literally not satisfied for any of those hours that's how forty-eight thousand hours of your life is miserable there's no need for you to wonder why you're having issues you kind of already know no. why you have issues yeah it's true like 48 out of let's say you're 60 you spent it in school not doing what you like no. that's also some additional hours yeah. and then you now go into a workforce you don't like that's also a lot of hours so basically 90 percent of your life yeah. has been miserable but to be has fair, been a hot miserable mess 
it's not easy for it's a lot not. of people to like enter into what they really want to do and even then like if even if you've entered something and you're trying to break free from it so that you can engage in something that you actually love first mm. of all you have to think about the competition you'll be you'll be going through yeah. to be able to get into that yeah. thing you love yeah. um also do you have the luxury of time and do you money. have the luxury of money you know yeah but at the same time i think a lot of times we use dare i say we use that as an excuse i am an avid believer of yeah. trying yeah at but least at the same try time, i feel like you need to recognize that if people have been doing a certain job mm. for a long periodically time for example now i work in the the job that i work in now there have mm. been some people who've worked there for decades for years it's not an easy job trying to stop people from taking their lives obviously that's gonna have a toll on your mental health in some form or the other but at the moment as much as you would like to do something else or as much as you'd like to apply for another job you're tired Mm. you're focusing all your energy right now on staying alive essentially because you're just concentrating now on getting up going to work doing your work making that money so you can pay for your bills let's say you're working four or five times a week Mm -hmm. i say i say this because i have gone through it i am going through it (laughs) and I'm, i'm i'm applying for jobs but at the same time i know how much energy it took for me to actually start completing that seed because if it was a straightforward process of just like dropping off your cv Mm -hmm. and you know that would be the end of it but you know the complex the complexity it takes to apply for job even common tesco job (laughs) as that job stocking shelf you know no offense to people who did that i also did that Um, we all all went through that i'm sorry we've actually gone you have to go through so many processes fill in the application form give me 250 words as to why i should hire you know you. Yeah. i want to hire you like i, I just want to make my money like you i just want to eat like, i just want to eat and survive by the time you finish getting through the application for one job that's like 30 minutes to an hour this is supposed to be your day of rest mm. so you can gather your energy so you can go back to work that is sucking you dry <laughs> tell me it's not as, it's not it's not as easy as it's it i mean not. it's easy to say it's just not easy to do which is why i have like a lot of admiration for people who keep on pushing themselves you know no matter how tired no matter how exhausted you get you're still pushing yourself to you know try and do even if it's just setting yourself even if it's a little goal of just applying for like a job a day that's still something you've done really well kudos to you and as we're talking now i'm realizing that these are our experiences as 20 something year olds when you're 30 you have another set of issues when you're 40 you have another set of issues when you're 50 you have another set of issues when you're married you have another set of issues when you are with children you have another set of issues yeah we were put on this earth so we could go through it <laughs> I mean, it is the ghetto. Yeah, we 
because like growing up like us being like we grew up in nigeria and all of that yeah. what was our major concern when we were kids was it not to was study, it not academic yeah study get good grades academic achievements now that we're in our 20s that could be the if i pass whoop whoop yes that's fantastic my, my concern is not getting an a or a star anymore my concern is pass, pass me <laughs> let me go let my people go um, I mean, yeah. our main concern now is our careers and as to what we would like to do with ourselves and now it's making money now it's actually trying to become financially stable in exactly. some way and that's why we're applying for jobs that's yeah. why we're at jobs we don't really like exactly and that's why we're still figuring out what we even want in life mm-hmm. And wow, if that, we're lucky, yeah. if we're lucky enough to find a job now that we're absolutely in love with, and we can see it mm-hmm. doing it for like mm-hmm. twenty years, thirty years at least, that's oh, one thing nice. that is you've gotten out of the way. All you need to do now is focus on career progression within that role that you have for yes. yourself. You know, it's stressful, but at least there's some form of security in knowing that you this are content is, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, you are happy mm-hmm. with where you are yeah. for now. Bonus things could change yes. years to come because you yes, know human beings possible. unfortunately no not... unfortunately or fortunately i would call it fortunately we have the ability to change yeah i like it i like I think it's, it's, it's a, really it's a beautiful thing. thing but at the same time that's what makes human relationships so complex you know you True, outgrow the you people outgrow, yeah. who are around you, yeah. you know? especially yeah. when it comes to relationships like with your significant other and things like that. Spouses. That's another, that's (laughs) a whole other, you know. A whole other ball game. You know, that's another kind of being so and so and so. Okay, so let's round this up. Um, I would say the next question I wanted to ask is, so now we have looked at the problems or how you can start to notice how the mental how a person's mental health could be deteriorating Mm -hmm. now the question is how to solve it what are some tips you would i think you already even gave some tips about having hobbies finding things to talking to to people yeah so so basically this is just to focus on the solutions like how to work through that giving tips again just to run through the solutions you've given and yeah um don't do drugs or alcohol because essentially what you're doing is creating trouble true a dependency that that could lead to substance misuse because the patients on my ward we have some patients that we've admitted because of cannabis induced psychosis Mm. or it could be for other variety of drugs or it could be for alcoholism those things that you're relying on i understand you know it's it it brings relief it brings some form of numbness you don't need to think about the issues that you're going through but then you're just creating another issue for yourself really Mm -hmm. and then all all of a sudden your main issue is now the drug dependency and the alcoholism rather than the things that so now you now have you just created another matter on top of your matter because now you're trying to you're you're focused now on trying to beat your addiction or the dependency mm. that you and then the funny thing yourself. is that when you actually beat your addiction that first thing that you used it's still there. it's still there you it's, have to go back to it it's still there that's, so now you're beating two things at once that's the thing it's still there it's not gonna disappear it's not gonna run away i understand the appeal you can use it but just know your limits and know when you need to stop so that you don't create more troubles for yourself. No, don't you don't People, don't use drugs at all, man. It's not worth it. 
people yeah. people are different i suppose there's no there's no one guaranteed method of treatment or there's no one method that would alleviate your stress you just need to know who you are as a person and try and oh. figure out what works for you really it could be your faith it could be um is he drowning i'm just looking oh I'm, my god i'm sorry i'm sorry guys chill wait let's pause this for a while oh yeah okay so we are back and yeah we thought we saw someone drowning maybe he was but he's fine now he's fine now he's, he's unsure next time take it easy know your limits you uh, see boundaries, boundaries are very important oh lord you need to know your boundaries you actually really do need to it's, know it's it's an act of like just like the devotion that we read it's mm. like it's an act of love on yourself and to others because yeah. it enables you to do better mentally physically spiritually and all of that yeah so yeah Know your boundaries. I would say that is even a tip. Know your yes. Know your bo- yeah. Know your create boundaries. boundaries. Like create boundaries. Have some healthy boundaries. Um, and if I mean yeah, what was I going to say again? Yes, if you are the kind of person who's prideful, uh, but you know you are going through it, toss your your toss pride your in the bin. What's what, what would, what's that going to do for you at the end of the oh day? God. Really? That's what's, you what's dying that in silence. What's, what's, what are you going, what's that going to do for you at the end? Of the day? You know you need help. Yeah. Don't be afraid to ask for it. You know, you're not above it. People are not going to judge you for it. Essentially, people don't. Care. No one cares. Oh my God, you're not as important as you think you are. No, you destroying the self-worth. <laughs> No, no, actually, you destroy no, because I'm saying this to myself as well. Because you know, yeah. there, there are times where yeah. I'm just like, where I feel like I'm going to be severely judged, or people are going to think badly yeah. about people are going through their own things. They don't have the energy to think so about you through. in detail like and that. And I feel like you know? anybody that does do that to you is actually just f- taking the focus off their own problems, yeah. like literally if anyone is constantly picking on you for every single thing you do that person is just that redirecting the focus from whatever they need to be focusing on because yeah. anybody that's truly focusing on their lives and what they need to do in life they won't have they time won't have the time they shit. wouldn't have the time bullies are like that you know True. people who bully have a lot of their own unresolved issues sure. rather than you know sit down and think about their own life story they mm-hmm. would rather mm-hmm. go and dissect someone's life story and make them feel bad about themselves which you know yeah it's just a shitty thing to do it's but it's yes honestly problem. please just don't be afraid to ask for help honestly you'd you'd be surprised how many people would be out there to help you go through whatever it is that you're going through um, what else would you say is a good, good tip? Take take time for yourself, you know. Pamper yourself. Pamper yourself treat yourself. Like, so I think a lot. I think it's also one of the things that we human beings we like to, we like to overwork, and we like to think that relaxing is so expensive. The truth of it is, yes, it needs money. We're not saying that you can relax on a on on zero dime. No. But find ways to relax that fits your budget. Yes. It doesn't have to be the Maldives or Fiji it really doesn't. or Bali. Most likely you have a lake in your country. You have a river in your country. I like water. I like water a lot. 
which is why I'm staring at the ocean right now. <laughs> but um, for someone else, it could be the mountains. It could be hiking. It could be nature. It could be greens. It could be even just simply being at home. If you've lived this earth for a considerable amount of time, mm. like I don't know how old you are, but surely you must have found something that wow. You did this. You liked it. You found it relaxing, or you find even you found you it pleasurable. Found it. Even if you just have not just found engage it. in something that would take your mind off oh. what it is that you're currently going through. Like yeah. like Bernie said, it doesn't have to it cost doesn't. a whole amount of money. Like so, if you I think for it can even be something as simple as having a day of work. Like if you're an if you're an overworking person, like if you um you're a workaholic, it's not going to be easy. But you're going to have to set um, a day where you don't do anything. Like you literally get your mind at work. Put on some Netflix. Get some nice food. Honestly. Put on a candle. Have a bath. Just meditate. Meditate. Read the Bible. Have some one-on-one with the Holy Spirit. Meditate. Do some yoga. There are lots of things you can actually do. I thank God for YouTube. So you guys, not you don't have to go to a class for that. Just Google beginner yoga class no. and you'll be alright. And essentially, you may, you may be like, oh, I have so much to do. I have this, I have nah, that, yeah, I have yeah. this. Be as it may, granted, you may be working, you may have kids, you may have families. It's not easy to take time out for yourself yeah, when yeah. it seems like you have so much to do. But you need to have a little bit of a break. Or yeah. else you will burn yourself out. Yeah. And when you burn yourself out, you will even be out longer than if you had just taken the right. break in the first place. What, what was the quote? If you don't take a break for your body, your body will take a break for you. 100%. And when your like, body decides to decides, take a break, your body will, will take Whoop. a break. I'm talking about you One will find week, it how to, you will find it how to get out of your bed to brush your teeth. so yeah yeah so um those are the tips we have for you um have boundaries create boundaries um if you do not have something to take your mind off things find it you can even make it a hobby actually you can make it your hobby to test different things in order to find something you like Mm -hmm. that is a nice thing to have Mm -hmm. you you need to another tip is you need to find um you can relax on a budget yeah. relax on a budget take some time be intentional about it yeah. i feel like when you are intentional mm-hmm. about taking a break that's when you enjoy it even more yeah. like the, the, yeah it's like the main purpose for all of these things is just to not let your mind go down that enjoying, that yeah. deep dark cave that you don't want it to go through yeah. you're just using this as distraction techniques yeah to help you not fall down that rabbit hole because once you do it's kind of hard to pull yourself out mm-hmm. of it really like and i would say the last tip is we're talking about people that are already doing things but for the people that are not doing anything due to corona the lockdown maybe you don't have a job mm-hmm. and maybe it's actually the lack of things that are making you go down the drain yeah i try to be proactive with a lot of things like um like now i started this podcast during the corona time it wasn't because of i i have something particular to talk about no i was just like you know i don't have anything to do and yeah Yeah. why not and um it even helps you to think about the several things for like for instance now this podcast has allowed me to touch on topics that 
I would just brush by mm -hmm. but now I'm talking to people about it yeah. and thank God for Anchor you can actually record with someone in another room like if the person has you can um, I think you can invite them in a link and then you connect and you record it you don't have to be beside the person like we are right now mm -hmm. you can be in different places and you just sit down and you talk um, you can find a project you want to do you can start an art project you can even start a science project mm -hmm. whatever you, tickles your fancy yeah YouTube there's YouTube there's TikTok mm -hmm. and who knows you might even get money from it I think you can even yeah. get money from it you can get money from mostly anything anything days, nowadays but at the end of the day it's up to you mm -hmm. no one can push you no one can force you to do anything you don't want to do mm -hmm. at the end of the day we can only encourage you to explore different avenues as to things that you'd like to do you may be tired you may be exhausted you may have no interest but it's not gonna be forever true like you only true. feel this way for a moment it mm -hmm. could be for a moment it could be for a long time but eventually by god's grace you overcome it like that's what i would like to think he put us here to to go through it but he also put us here to experience beautiful moments in life and they i feel beautiful. like you'd be cheating out you you'd be cheating yourself mm -hmm. if you don't try and at least fight mm -hmm. to experience those beautiful moments mm -hmm. So yeah, um, thank you so much for listening to us. Uh, if you've gotten to the end of this podcast today, podcast episode today, um, I want to say thank you, thank you so much. That at least that gives me an idea that you actually do have an importance or you place an importance on your mental health. I wish you all the best in becoming better, becoming healthier um and you can do this you can do it fighting we are cheering you on we i think from the depths of our hearts we can generally say that we wish that everyone is happy everyone is healthy amen. and everyone is safe so please stay safe please and the church says Amen. Amen. <laughs> okay, so stay safe, stay healthy, stay blessed. Bye. Bye.